Welcome back to another episode of Unseen Connections. I'm your host, Amy Skinner, and I have a very special guest here with me. Her name is Natalie. Hello, hello. <laughs> uh, this is my very first guest on the podcast, so I'm really excited. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining. Thanks for having me. So I like to start out my podcast with a moment of grounding and mind-body connection. So let's just do that before we dive into more discussion. So we are on episode 16 today. So wherever you are, if you can place your feet flat on the floor, and if you can allow your eyes to rest, and just breathe into this moment here. Just notice how your lungs expand. Feel your heart expand. And as you exhale, notice how your body softens and your body contracts. And witness the space on your next inhale. Witness the space you create within your heart, within your lungs, within your body. And then as you exhale, witness the space you create around your body. So around your lungs, around your neck and your shoulders and witness this harmony as it moves within you, knowing that your exhales are a way of creating space, but your inhales are a way of creating space in another way. And our breath is this beautiful foundation that helps deliver us to our minds and our bodies, and it helps us create a stronger connection. It helps us integrate it helps us breathe in this life force energy. Some call it prana, some call it chi. So just take a moment to bear witness to it. What does it feel like? What is the temperature of the air as it moves in and out of your nose and your throat? What happens to your shoulders? as you exhale. What kind of tension washes away from your neck, from your face? Finding the heaviness in your feet, feeling your feet connected to the earth as you continue to expand into your heart with your breath. As you feel deeply into your feet, imagine roots growing wide. Imagine your roots growing deep. Continue to draw your roots down into the earth with your exhales. Imagine these roots growing as deep as the earth's core and it begins to anchor you in. And as you anchor and you find your strength and your foundation, build from that foundation and flow your mind back into your heart and invite in this open curiosity to just explore and follow along with us with wherever this conversation decides to go today. Take a nice big breath in for yourself here. Slowly letting it out through your nose or your mouth. 
Again, one more breath in through the nose. Slowly release it out. And you feel that slow release and you feel that expansion as you continue to exhale and it's that calm steadiness, that steady force. And then feel free to flutter your eyes open whenever you're ready. Taking any breaths throughout this podcast that you need to to ground yourself back into this present moment. Wow, how do you feel? Amazing. I needed that. (laughs) Oh, thank you for that. You're welcome. That one dropped in real fast. Yeah. And the space. And the space. The space. Yes. We've talked a lot about space today, haven't we? We have. Yep. Mm -hmm. Definitely. How, uh, How do you find space these days? I feel like it's been a really big theme. Yeah for myself and for a lot of people that I've talked to. Mm-hmm. Um, just with, there's so many changes and moving parts and things coming up. Yeah. And if we don't create the space for ourselves, it'll often be created for us. Very true. <laughs> Which I've had happen recently. But yeah, it's just so powerful, mm-hmm. right? So many realizations and connections and shifts happen within that space mm-hmm. yeah absolutely there's so much to be said about space there's so much that can be found there's so much that can be tossed away <laughs> at oh, the same yes. time yeah oh my gosh so a little backstory natalie and i know each other through stevie yeah stevie i feel like is such a bridge for this bigger community of I don't even know, like spiritual community? Yeah. Like, how do you, what do you call it? Yeah, just spiritual community, I guess. It's like, it's like deeper than that. I don't know. It's yeah. like the soul community. Yeah. It's like just this web of people. And I think like we met on Instagram. We did. Yeah. But Stevie had reposted one of your, it was like a pick a pile or right. something. And uh, it caught my eye. And then when I started reading through some of your content, I was like, wow, we have a lot in common. (laughs) (laughs) And reached out and then, yeah, we just started sharing all the things. And it's crazy. Natalie and I, we have this energetic, like, I feel like we're at the same place energetic wise. It just looks different. Yeah. Like, I, I love having conversations with you all the time like Natalie and I voice note each other all the time the VN club yes (laughs) and it's so helpful especially because because so Natalie lives in Maple Ridge and I live in Vernon and it's funny because we didn't know each other when I lived in Maple Ridge no yeah no (laughs) and now we do and so voice notes have been like life-saving because you have the energy of somebody's tone and you can take the time to listen to it marinate and respond yes with like great reflections too and I find that's been so so helpful so helpful because I feel like I said we have this energetic link where it's nice to hear the energy from a different lens mm-hmm. or like a different perspective yep and then you add something in and I'm like oh that helps this puzzle grow a little yes. bit bigger and then 
something in my story helps you Mm -hmm. and it's just like it's this like ladder it is it's just it's an exchange and it's it's such a ladder and I feel like we share and through doing that it's like it's like the next prong on that ladder is there in a way Mm -hmm. helps to see the next one above or move forward yeah so it's really it's cool it's a powerful connection it is having having open and honest dialogue and and being able to feel like you can share yeah anything is like huge it's so healing oh having a safe space to land yeah no judgment and just just such a natural connection so i'm grateful for you i'm so grateful for you yes always in divine timing yeah when these things totally yeah i read something this week that said the more you become in tune with your own aligned your own alignment your own self Mm. the more your authentic soul connections start Mm. to come in to your life and i feel like that's super relevant for me anyways Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i feel you and i have definitely been on this it's I always so I feel so resistant sometimes to using like the mainstream terms of things, but I'm like they also just make the most sense. They do. So it's like the spiritual awakening. Oh I feel yeah. Like you and I have been in that same trajectory, mm-hmm. and that's definitely where we've um, come together because we've yeah. we've been remembering more of ourselves. We've been becoming more of our truth-telling versions yep. and authentic. Yeah. Stepping into your authenticity. Yes fearlessly yes. well there's some fear but <laughs> there's always some fear but we we lean into it yeah come back to a place of love yes yeah i find that uh i had a thought and it completely like wandered away out oh here. wander back wander back yeah circle back please <laughs> circle back it'll come back if it's important always yeah always yeah how have you hmm I feel like there's so many questions and it's like where do we Ooh. want to go today because yep. i you will definitely come back i already know this so yeah we only like just started yeah but uh so we talk a lot about all the things we talk a lot about spirituality we talk a lot about life in general we talk a lot about energy yep um you as well are trained in reiki yes which is so exciting to be able to like yeah talk about all the different things mm-hmm. and like what have you learned and then how did this session go yes what is one of the things about reiki that has shown up in the rest of your life oh that's a deep question yeah let's see i think it's really just the interconnectivity of it all that's the first thing that came into my awareness because when I first started doing Reiki and energy work in general it actually blew my mind how we can connect to somebody else's energy field Mm -hmm. and perceive so much and just the realness of that connection and seeing it and then how that's translated so much into real life and connections with others and just seeing that interconnectivity among relationships, among things, synchronicities and things that happen in my life Mm -hmm. and others' lives. It's just wild. It's wild. Agreed. Yeah. So I think that's it. The interconnectivity of everything. 
and how, of course, we are humans. We're mm -hmm. here in a body, mm -hmm. but there's so much energetic stuff <laughs> going on in the background. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? It's, that's similar. When I started to understand energy and I started to view things and I started to notice everything is energy and I started to notice where I shifted out of seeing the surface of it mm. and I shifted into seeing the deeper level mm. of it. And if you can look at the energy of people, and if you can look at somebody's spirit, we were mm. talking about this earlier, if you can look at somebody's spirit, it changes the way that you view them. I love that. <laughs> so true. And even situations too. Like you and I, we are going through different situations, but the energy oh. is similar. Amy, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And thinking about money too is money is a constant one that I feel like so many of us can get like wrapped up in. And mm -hmm. I know myself, I've, I've grew up in this energy of money and I'm, I'm myself trying to figure out, okay, what's the, what's the pattern I need to interrupt here. And thinking about that as an energy too. Mm. And, um, I was given the advice recently, uh, of if you, if you don't have money, it's, then you need to give it, it's the opposite effect. Mm. Mm. And then I started to figure out how that like sat with me because of course there's that like bit of resistance, but it's like, but I only have this much. Mm -hmm. So why would I give that away? Mm -hmm. But then I was listening to my body and coming back into how I feel in my body. And I feel like I need to come back into my body to be able to facilitate. Mm -hmm. Do you mm -hmm. find the same? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And so running that idea through my body of like, okay, what does it feel like to give? What does that, what does it feel like to hold on to? Yeah. And the hold on to has that drift backwards yeah. sensation. And then having the give is like leaning into the flow. Yeah. yeah. The holding on to is like the scarcity contraction. Yes. Yeah. The giving is the, well, it's, it's the giving, it's the free flowing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you're much more tuned into the frequency of whatever it is that you're calling in and wanting mm -hmm. by allowing it to be free flowing mm -hmm. and giving it rather than contracting mm -hmm. whether that's money whether that's love any of that and so it's funny because i feel like that comes back to like let's circle it back to the idea of space oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes right yeah so you can see, because then when you when you talk about energy, and if you if you get away from the ideas of what things look like, mm. and dive into how they feel like, then it's like this huge expansive layer. And I find yes. like for me that is where Reiki has changed my life. Oh yeah, and it is even just in a Reiki session, whether it's on yourself or with somebody else, it is creating that space. Mm -hmm as well mm -hmm. because we go through life and of course we try to be conscious mm -hmm. but being in our humans we get caught up in mm -hmm. all the doings right and then it's like when you book in for a reiki session or you sit down to do some even some self reiki you are creating that space for yourself yeah. to feel and come back to yourself to connect to yourself and it's all you got the space, you got the connection, you got the bigger picture. It's all, it's, <laughs> it's all there. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Well, bam. Right. <laughs> if you know, you know, you know, yeah. If you know, you know, 
it's it's like this it's like this underground railroad it's like this like hidden language but it's not hidden no it's just you have to be willing to look at it yeah and i feel like that's kind of where we've landed yes is that we've become more willing to look at the really uncomfortable things Mm -hmm. and that's the whole idea of like shedding light on your shadows Mm and that's where we start to make changes when exactly. we start to realize okay something's feeling off i don't mm. know what it is but i'm gonna get curious yep getting curious rather than being defensive <laughs> about yeah. it and not wanting to see it and it's it takes it's not for the faint of heart it takes guts it, it takes does. grit because it's not easy to look at yeah but having that desire to grow and expand and just see more mm-hmm yeah is powerful Mm -hmm. and when you have that intention you're gonna see more (laughs) you're gonna grow you're gonna expand it might not look what it may not look like what you thought yeah but it's so powerful and it's so beautiful to witness what comes up with different experiences and different people and different lessons Mm -hmm. and it's always exactly what you need even if you don't know Mm -hmm. in the moment Even if it's uncomfortable AF <laughs> in the moment. <laughs> you can totally swear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, you know, when you can consciously look back on it and again, be radically honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. What was my part in that? You know? Yeah. What was my lesson in that? Rather than putting it about the other person and what they did. Totally. You know? Oh my god. That's where the growth comes from. Huge. Yeah. Huge, because if you're just constantly sitting out there and looking at what everybody else is doing or not doing. The blame game. Yeah. Yeah. Is anything actually going to shift that way? No. No. We just need to take radical control and acceptance over our own lives. Yeah. Which I feel like is absolutely where we both are. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's confronting. Very confronting, isn't it? And like... Fuck, sometimes you get into those like roller coasters of emotions and you're like, I'm not doing anything, everything's on fire, like the fucking floor is lava. <laughs> yeah. Like, where do I step? And then and then you get to like that higher point and you're like, Okay, I can see like mm-hmm. the pasture and things are starting to like feel like I've got it together and then yeah. you fucking take another dip and mm-hmm. you're like, Ah I have to share this one thing. Do it. Because what you were just saying made me think of this reel that I saw recently. It's like the spiritual awakening, it's the guy on the zip line and he's like ah! and he's like this is fucking amazing and then again he's like oh shit he's like so anyways I was walking I was I went and did a little hike yesterday and here in Maple Ridge it's there's still like snow and ice on the ground it had snowed and then it had melted turned to slush and then frozen Mm. so here we are trying to walk me and Kristen one of my friends we're trying to walk down this trail and it was pure ice like we were like ice skating (laughs) we were ice skating down a trail and then we were like should we even go down this trail like are we gonna be able to do this and then we walked a little bit further and we're like oh there's no ice here like maybe we'll be fine because there was trees covering it there's no ice so that we'd hit like a smooth smooth patch yeah then we walk a little bit further there'd be more ice and we're like oh man and it was such a metaphor to both of us of like this is life it's like you see you're seeing this path and you're like oh my god this is slippery as fuck right (laughs) am i gonna be able to do this like you're skating you're like i don't even know where my footing is but if you can just get through that part you get to this nice smooth comfortable part mm-hmm. but the comfortable parts don't last no. <laughs> we're, That's, we're not here for comfort mm-hmm. we're not 
Earth school. Earth school, baby. Yeah, Kristen loves that. Yeah. Earth school. Yeah. She loves that term. And that's so true. That's such a great visual. I love that. Yeah. Especially like being in nature. Yeah. And being in community and having these moments of reflection. Yeah. I feel like we know that I love analogies. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And so I love that. I love that you can pull that from all the different experiences. Yeah. The connection and zooming out. It's Uh like, oh my God. Yeah. And yeah, I almost fell on my ass, <laughs> but, I, but I didn't. And I kept going and it was great. Left feeling more grounded. There and you go. Yeah. You spent some time laughing. Exactly. That is life. Is yeah. it not? Yeah. All the fucking roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> All of them at the same time. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Feel like you're going to slip on your ass. Yeah. But then you make it. Yeah. It's just, you just keep breathing. Yeah. Just keep going. You'll make it through. Yeah. So what are some of the other modalities that you dabble in? Um, I would love to hear it in your words versus my Okay. Words. Um, so Reiki and just energy work in general. I feel like Reiki is a great introduction to mm-hmm. energy work. Um, it's taken on a bit more of an intuitive spin for me um, as I go and as I open up my own channels and playing with what I see and perceive, you know, mm-hmm. um, another piece aside. So I feel like Reiki is so, so powerful with working on like more of the indirect shifts mm-hmm. that can become more direct or like bringing things up from the unconscious subconscious up to be yeah. conscious. Yeah. But one thing that I also use is EFT tapping So EFT stands for emotional freedom technique tapping. And what that is, is it's a cognitive somatic energy practice where you're using your fingers to tap on the meridian points within your body. So basically it's like emotional acupuncture without the needles. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're going through, so if you have a specific something, thought, pattern that you're struggling with and you want to hit it straight on, I feel like something like tapping can be a little bit more useful than Reiki Mm. because you're actually processing Mm -hmm. consciously that specific thing. And so you're processing it cognitively by going through the thoughts and the experiences and the memories, but you're also somatically using your body to create more of a calming response Mm -hmm. and energetically to kind of release, transmute, integrate, process all the emotions, thoughts, beliefs, experiences around that topic as you move through it. So I love EFT tapping. Um, and those are, those are the big ones, um, as well as, of course, using oracle cards and intuitively kind of rolling with stuff that comes up, mm-hmm. questioning, lots of questions. All the questions. All the questions. <laughs> I know. Sometimes, so with sessions, it's, there's a lot of questions that come up just to dig deeper. It's, again, it's creating space. Mm-hmm. You're holding space as much as... And again, like the term healer, mm-hmm. it's like space holder. <laughs> I love space holder way more than healer. Yeah. Healer always feels weird for me. Exactly. Me too. It's like, because we're all our own self healers, Yeah. but it's like intuitive space holder mm-hmm. um, where a lot of the time clients that book in with me are people who are either going through something that I've been through or yeah, it's wild. Or they're going through something, the same thing that I'm going through, but maybe they're like a couple steps 
you know, before, <laughs> before I am. Yeah. And so naturally it's the types of questions and reflections and shifts that come up in my mind to ask. It's, it's just only natural, right? So it's just holding that space. I like that you chose the word before. Yeah, rather yeah. than behind. Yeah. Because it's not... It's not a hierarchy. It's not a hierarchy at all. And I, I don't even know if I like before, but yeah. it's like for lack in of the midst terms. of time for the lack of... Yeah. 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 It's just they're, they're not quite there yeah. where I am in terms of moving through the process. So... You just have a little more experience yeah. and information and knowledge to be able to pass... Exactly. ...forward. Because seeing something is so much more clear when you look backwards yes. at the experience. Which is what I love so much about sessions and working with people yeah. in the community because I feel like I get to utilize all the shit that I went through. Of course. It's like there's a purpose for it all. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And I love that we get to help people in all these ways and we and it it always circles back to like reminding me I have to help myself first. Exactly. And if I don't, how am I going to be able to help anybody else? Yes. Exactly. And also also remembering that you can both be working through your shit yep. and mm -hmm. help people. Which I think is a very powerful message because I, I do know people that are really wanting to help people, yes. but they think, oh, you know, I'm still processing this stuff and my life doesn't look like it's all tied up in a bow. How could I help yes. somebody else? But it's like, your life is never going to be all tied up in a bow. And if it is, it's only going to be for a short period of time. Yeah. Of course, I think we move through things and maybe certain bigger lessons maybe feel easier. Yeah. I don't know. We'll keep you posted. I know. <laughs> but it's like, as long as you're grounded within your own practice, yeah. or at least when you are going to be holding space for another, I feel like the universe isn't going to send somebody your way, regardless, unless there's a lesson in it for them and or you, both of you, most likely. So it's always an exchange. Yeah. It, it just brought me back to that ice yeah ice walk. the ice walk yes like there's those <laughs> brief moments where you feel like you're you're steady and you're calm and you're yes. and it's like if you only acted when you're in those moments they're small they're small but when you're skating on the ice and you're figuring out what muscles to yes. move and which ones to get you know yeah not so dormant anymore yeah. and that's i i love to talk to people that have been through the shit of course because then they can see you yeah in a level that other people necessarily can't agreed because they haven't been there they haven't yeah. done that yeah they, so it's yeah i'm really glad that this is coming up in conversation because this is a huge message that i know we can think of yes a few people yes i definitely need to uh uh maybe i don't want to say the words need to but that are on their journey of mm. figuring it out. Yeah. Of that you can you can have an and. Yeah. There's an and. There doesn't have to be a but. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny? The something another connection with that ice walk yeah. <laughs> analogy is that we were just reflecting on how when we first started walking, we were so much more uncomfortable. We were like, oh my God, should we do this? And like very unsure footing. By the end of the walk, even though we were still literally walking on ice and mm. walking down ice stairs, <laughs> we weren't uncomfortable anymore because we were used to being mm. uncomfortable. We were used to an element of uncomfortability, mm -hmm. which I think is so pertinent in life, mm -hmm. is like getting used to that. 
discomfort. Mm -hmm. Not getting used to it, but at least accepting it, knowing that you'll move through it exactly how you need. It's there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Lean in. Totally. Lean in. I I bring that into my yoga classes all the time. I was talking about breathing through the discomfort. And it's in those moments where you're walking on ice, literally, or you're in (laughs) a yoga class or, you know, what have you. If you can think about an instance or a situation or something that you practice something else, can you take that and apply it to somewhere else Mm -hmm. in your life? Because everything is intrinsically linked. It is. It really is. Yep. Yeah, and look at those triggers. Look what's triggering you mm-hmm. to feel the discomfort and what, what's behind it, mm-hmm. you know? That's the getting ready to look at the shit. Yeah, totally. And then when you can look at the shit, you can integrate it yeah. and you accept it versus the idea of needing to cut it off and disconnect mm-hmm. yourself from mm-hmm. it. Like, you're not, you're not broken. No, <laughs> no. It's actually becoming more whole. Exactly. And accepting those parts of yourself and consciously choosing which which part of yourself or which part you want to lead from mm-hmm. whether it's that wounded part mm-hmm. or the part that's more coming from that place of wholeness and love yes you know yes and i feel like that is a huge theme of energy right now mm. is coming from a place of love recognizing when you are in a fear state Mm -hmm. can you give yourself space Mm. when you're in a fear state Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then what happens what comes forward in that in that space that you give yourself and releasing the idea that you get to dictate how much time something takes in this space yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's a big one (laughs) yeah you're gonna stay in that space until you're done with that space (laughs) i mean you can distract the crap out of yourself you can if you want yes but then you realize ultimately that that's not getting you anywhere yeah it's not going away so it's like when you have a paper to write and sometimes i get like super uncomfortable or like sometimes like back-end work mm-hmm. of business and and it's three 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 right now Woo! <laughs> of course and it's those discomfort moments that i'm like i want to crawl out of my own skin but mm-hmm. then like if i apply a little bit of discipline yeah. and like a little bit of compassion like mm-hmm. okay i feel really fucking uncomfortable right now but i'm gonna try to breathe through it i'm gonna do like five minutes yeah and then sometimes you just, you get this like ball going and then you just Love keep, that. keep rolling with it. And you're like, okay, I've like got my head underwater mm-hmm. and I can find that I've got my, my gills mm, again or yeah. for the first time or whatever. I love that. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be all or nothing. It can mm-hmm. be just a little bit. Try it on. What does it feel like? Right? Yeah. We were talking about that in one of our Zoom calls about the frequency. Yeah. Try, Try on, on the that frequency. frequency. Because you won't know, jinx. Because <laughs> you won't know until you do. Mm-hmm. Until you walk through that door. Right? Yeah. And the thing about frequency, too, I feel like you and I have such good conversations is because we are we are in that similar space of frequency. Yeah. Yeah. Where there was something that I wrote down months and months ago, and then it resurfaced again. Mm-hmm. I was literally cleaning my house, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that it had dropped back behind the table, and I picked it up. And mm-hmm. it was about um, when you're on the same frequency with somebody it they can whisper and you can hear them Mm, and then oh my god when you're moving out of frequency with somebody there's like a complete disconnect where you're like you you can't find each other you can't you literally can't hear each other sometimes even sometimes things get like muffled Mm. and it's fuzzy 
Wow, that's powerful. And it makes you think, doesn't it? When you look back or reflect on the people that you have in your life, who can you climb into things with? And who do you find this constant, like, go stop, go stop wow. resistance with? That causes some big reflection, actually, <laughs> with me. <laughs> the whisper part. Like, you just, un- it's like that mutual just understanding, resonating, yeah. getting somebody. Yeah. You're at the same frequency, so you're able to hear them. Yeah. Because these conversations that we have, if somebody listened to it that isn't ready to look at all their shit, Mm -hmm. it's going to sound muffled. It's going to sound like it's not landing. Like, it just doesn't make sense. It's not going to connect. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's just that somebody's not ready yet. Totally. that's okay. But I feel just like everything is always just information. Yeah. It is. And it's up to us. We have the choice. Mm Mm-hmm as to what we want to do with that information yeah yeah every experience that we go through is more information space brings us information yeah big time about ourselves oh yeah community connection relationships give us a lot of information about ourselves absolutely (laughs) yeah we were talking about that earlier too just relationships being a vehicle into yourself Mm mm-hmm and looking at what this person who's are they a person or are they just a creation <laughs> you know we've mm-hmm. created this person to come into our life to show us and reflect certain things to us mm-hmm. that if we choose we can look at within ourselves and yeah it's really beautiful Mm-hmm. You vibe on that frequency, so that's why that person was brought in. Yeah. And then they teach you the lessons to help you continue to vibrate. And yeah. then sometimes you vibrate out of frequency. Exactly. Yeah. When you've learned yeah. that lesson. Yes. Yeah. It's a huge... And again, everything is energy. It's yeah. All it's all linked. I know. I've had times in the past where if I really think that much about it, it blows my mind. And right? I'm like, I can't oh, my, my human brain can't grasp this. But that's maybe it's not the point. We're not necessarily needing to grasp the whole yeah. thing, but just enough to learn what it is that we are learning and move through what it is we're moving through, right? right? And stay open. Yeah. Stay curious. And that's why this podcast is titled Unseen Connections. Oh, <laughs> connections. Oh, my goodness. I know. It all circles back. It all links. Totally. Just one big circle. Circle of life. Yes. I keep, every time you, you say something, I keep having this this image and this quote coming into my mind. And it's it's something that I can remember back from like when I was in high school. I was always obsessed with quotes. Oh. We know that I like to <laughs> have analogies. And I like to like wrap things up in a nice little way with words and stuff. So it's not surprising, but... This quote was, um, we're all just walking each other home. Oh, I love that quote. Rumi? Yes. Rumi. Yeah. We're all just walking each other home. We are. Oh my God, Amy. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Amy has such a way with words, as everybody knows. If you listen to her podcast, you just know. But, oh man, that's a good one. It just feels so, what is the word? Poignant? Yes. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. It feels like truth. It does. And that's the thing, too, is you can kind of decipher when when something feels true for you, or sometimes you can kind of figure out if somebody's lying. Oh, yeah. Or if they just, like, 
they don't know all the information yeah. too. You can kind of scan your own body and feel into like, does it feel like it lands yeah. for me? Like, how do you, how do you use your body? How do you navigate your body through situations? Because I know how I use mine, but how do you use yours? Okay, good question. But I have to share one thing okay. about the we're all just walking each other home. Yeah. Just one, the visual that came to mind when you were just saying that is like, there's not going to be one person yeah. on that journey that's walking you home. Yep. So somebody is going to walk a few steps or many steps with you, but really they're not going to walk you the whole way. <laughs> it's you who's walking the whole way. And you might have other people that come in and intersect and assist you walking home. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're the one walking that journey as yourself. Yes. Yes. And there's going to be people that come in and out of it. So anyways, <laughs> Love that. Love that. Um, how I use my body, um, really just feeling into things. I think when I like f- rewind a couple years ago, I had, I, I had a very limited connection to my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember when I started seeing this particular counselor, her name's Lisa, she's next level. She's also did like, I think she's level two Reiki, very, very intuitive. Um, When we first started working together, we would talk through experiences and triggers and she would ask me where I feel it in my body. Mm. And that was so foreign to me. Now it's like, I can feel it like that. Mm -hmm. But I I had to sit there with my eyes closed and be like, where do I feel it in my body? You know, and really connect to it and feel it. And that was my first introduction to, to feeling into my body and where I hold things and how I feel about things and allowing things to move through me. So I quite literally (laughs) use my body to feel. Um, And even if I'm making a decision, Mm -hmm. like we were talking about with uh, money and Mm -hmm. whether something feels like a contraction or expansion. If I have a decision that I'm, you know, struggling with making, I will sit there and go into a meditation and I will call the energy or bring forward the thought of each option. And how does that feel in my body? Does it feel like contraction? Does it feel heavy? Does it feel stagnant? Or does it feel really expansive and light and free? And so I definitely use my body (laughs) in those ways. Um, Yeah, and even just like muscle testing as well. learning to trust that learning to trust those impressions and feelings has been a big journey that I'm still on. Um, but our bodies are are so powerful as much as we are these next level spiritual beings. Mm -hmm. We're still like our bodies are our vessels. There are tools here for a reason and they're freaking magical, magnificent tools. And just that connection with the body, I feel like is so imperative I know for me, like I was mentioning to you lately, uh, one thing that I'm doing to connect more with my body is just movement mm-hmm. and dancing. Like I've never been into dancing. I remember feeling so awkward <laughs> in like, you know, I was in a few dance classes when I was younger, but not not much really. Um, and I just always, I didn't like it because I didn't know what to do with my body. Yeah. Um, 
But last year, there was like this sensual activation challenge that was going on around Instagram. I remember that. You remember, right? And so there was people like posting. They would just, you'd put on music and you would just move your body intuitively without worrying about what anybody would think. Just Mm -hmm. how does the body want to move? Uh, Whether it's bouncing around, jumping, or just like slow, sensual movements. And so I was definitely not going to post anything, but I (laughs) did start doing it on my own. Yeah. And that was huge to connect with my body and also to move energy and process feeling. And so now it's like, I need to set myself a timer (laughs) to be like, I'm only going to do this for like 20 to 30 minutes. Otherwise it could be hours. Um, just moving and allowing the body to move. So, and I bet you felt so much shifting. Oh my gosh. And I think too, I'm going through some pretty big life changes and circumstances right now. And there's been a lot of emotion and energy shifting throughout it all. And I think that's a, a bigger reason why movement has been and dance have been so imperative to me yeah is because you are shifting and moving a mm-hmm. lot of energy yeah absolutely so use the body as as a tool so it's one of our greatest tools agreed that's that is our tool to the unseen yeah like oh, trying to explain to <laughs> <laughs> it is <laughs> mic drop <laughs> It is. It right? is. That is a, that is that is how I facilitate things. That yeah. is how I that's how we garner our intuition. That is our intuition. It is. It's the senses, it's the body, it's it's the things that aren't always tangible, even though mm-hmm. feeling is tangible. It's it's also this uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just a, it's this it's this energy. It's it a, is intangible yeah it is intangible i want to say figment but it's like that's not that's not right either it's just such feedback feedback Mm -hmm. that's a that's a great word feedback it's a great way to say trusting it Mm -hmm. learning to trust it as you as you go through something you're like well that didn't feel very good in my body but i did it anyways yeah oh but shit so that was actually a feeling yeah that was warning me or telling me giving me feedback about that thing Maybe I can trust myself. Yeah. And then it's learning the language of your body. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a language. It is. And then mm-hmm. next time you come into a situation where your body speaks like that again, you're going to know. You're going to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you're listening to your body's feedback. Mm-hmm. And it starts with your mind-body connection. Mm-hmm. And so the counseling that you had, that was your first mind-body connection. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was yoga. Yoga. Yeah. And we all find it some way or another. Yeah. And I love that we have different different ways into it, mm-hmm. but the energy is the same. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. How about we pull a card before we wrap things Let's up? Let's do it. Um, I have so many different decks here. Which one should we choose? I feel called to this one. This one? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do the Starseed Oracle deck. This one is a favorite among many. I feel like Ooh. lots of people have this deck. I would like that deck. Yeah, Rebecca Because I Campbell. don't have enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never have enough. Never okay. have enough. What, what, what would help everybody? What kind of question? Yeah, what... Uh, oh, four, three, four, three, one. That's a number. <laughs> one, four, three, or just four, three in general is such a number for me. So I love Ooh. that. Um, yeah, what... what uh, would spirit like to share with us 
that's going to help us on our journey. Okay, you want to look up the one, number? 143? Do you know what 143 means? No. That was like the old, I think when people used to do paging or whatever else, it means I love you. One is I, oh. four is love, the number of letters in love, and then three is you. Oh. I know, right? It's That's the so universe sweet. is like, I love you. But let's see what it looks like. So we're, we're looking at the angel number books by uh, Kyle Gray, just as something to reference. Aw. Well, in here it just says, one, four, three, you have known your guardian angel for lifetimes. Meditate and ask your soul to reveal helpful memories. Ah. Cool. I know. That feels very on point with everything that we've I know. today. And four, three. Angels, your loved ones and guides who can support you are all with you now. Know that help is only a thought away. Love that. <laughs> Supported. Mm-hmm. Just like we're walking yeah. each other home. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay, so let's see what is what do we need to hear yeah. for our best and highest healing. I love that. I always like to go until things fall out. Me too. It's the way I Woohoo! Holy, that one shot out. It really shot. Oh. Out. It erupted. It erupted. Wow, interesting. So this one says, I'm sorry, defenselessness, writing past wrongs, and uprooting. Hmm. Do you have anything right away for this? No. No? For me, it's a sense of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. It's a sense of um, we have to look at the past, take what we learn from it, and mm -hmm. apply forward and, mm -hmm. and look forward mm -hmm. versus continuously continuously looking to the past and continuing to blame everything that's happened mm -hmm. or blame other people for the situation that you're in and just looking at where you are and mm -hmm. going okay this is where i am mm -hmm. now what can mm -hmm. i do with it the word defenselessness sticks out because we had talked about that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. rather than being defensive just compassionately looking at your shit your shit yeah, yeah. i love that Writing past wrongs, uprooting. <laughs> big, big changes. Big uprooting. Big changes right yeah. now for like global scale, individually. You can always see the reflections. Totally. When you look at either yeah. one. Beautiful. This card has two people and it's like they're, they're on their knees and they have their fingers interlaced and they have their fingers against their foreheads and it's like they're bowing towards one another mm -hmm. and then below them is a root system mm -hmm. and it's shaped into two faces that are staring at each other mm. and for me roots what did you get it's just this whole thing the interconnectivity of it all ah. it, this is literally everything we've talked about amy look how the tr so the tree roots they, yeah. they extend up into the sky yeah but then they're down under the earth with this intricate system mm -hmm. of interconnectivity and these two people, it's just, it just looks so divinely orchestrated mm -hmm. and how it's just these two people experiencing through each other, you know, and yeah. the roots and the interconnectivity. And they learned what they needed to learn with one another. And it's like humbly, oh my God, it's humbly bowing to the other person of thank you for all the lessons mm -hmm. that you brought me. And what you had said about zooming up. Yes. And seeing it on a soul level, I think, is such a powerful practice because yes. instead of just looking at this person as a human, well, if if we were 
these amazing multidimensional beings that we are and our souls came here to learn through them what was that lesson and looking at oh my gosh you helped me learn that and (laughs) walked me through that part of my journey and bowing in gratitude i have so many goosebumps right now me too (laughs) i know and just how they're so rooted into the earth you're rooted you're held you're supported through it all it's all just this beautiful interconnected web of experiences just walking each other home yeah beautiful well couldn't have tied that up better (laughs) (laughs) i love it i I, this is why i love cards it's like it helps you like wrap everything together sometimes or expand greater and yeah and look at the divine so there's there's stars or like lights Mm-hmm. in the background and look at their hearts they just have these beautiful pure pure light sparks emanating from their hearts and even their crowns yeah and throughout their bodies and uh it's just beautiful <laughs> earth and ether yeah and the connection between both we need yeah. we are human and we are meant to be in this human existence to learn the lessons mm-hmm. And being human is hard. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is tumultuous and yeah. emotions are wild. And yeah. There's so many things and it's finding compassion for yourself through all of it. Yeah. And even for others, which, and mm-hmm. so, you know, this card, it says, I'm sorry, defenselessness, because I think in relationships, as we relate to others, there can be these wrongdoings, yeah. whether they're perceived or what have you. Yeah. But it's like again zooming up and seeing the divine in the other person seeing it for what it is seeing their divine spark and light um so it's powerful thanks for being on this journey with me thank you (laughs) thank you this was this was so much fun thank you so much i know this one is uh, i feel like this went really fast it did and we'll have to do another one again soon. Yeah. Um, but where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at the.connected.mom. So that's where I, I'm hanging out. And I have my, my little website linked there within my bio and my calendar. And I'm all, I love connecting with anyone who's drawn to reach out to me and mm-hmm. like-minded souls. So... Yeah. What is your focus when you host sessions? What is your intention and your goal when you work with somebody? (sighs) It's really meeting them where they're at and holding space for what it is that they're moving through. Usually somebody's looking for some sort of shift or integration Mm -hmm. to work through kind of the energy that they're experiencing to get to that next place. So I feel like that's really my intention is to hold space for that, whether it's offering perspective, um, a shift in energy, insight um, into their past to help them move into their future. I feel like that's generally where it goes. Um, I do, as my name, The Connected Mom suggests, so I am a mom of two. Um, I work with a lot of moms and a lot of um, parents, but not only moms, because really it's, I find my sessions go very much into childhood wounding Mm -hmm. and how that's showing up in in like current life situations and triggers Mm -hmm. so i actually have a course that i'll be putting out soon (gasps) yay yes it's i think it's going to be called connected motherhood um but really it's going to be all around kind of spirituality in the motherhood realm Mm -hmm. and how 
just how I think I'm going to have Stevie come on too and contribute, but just look, looking at life grids and how, how everything is just so interconnected and how our children show up to really spark and initiate healing within ourselves if we accept the invitation Mm -hmm. and how we can go about moving through those triggers and the journey into self-connection back back to the self Mm -hmm. um so that's it's just going to be a container with lots of uh connection and group coaching and what have you so i'm super excited for that that sounds amazing yeah i can can already see that that's that's huge that's a huge help and you're just you're gathering all the information that you've learned and you're paying it forward yeah, and one last thing I wanted to say, I uh, this was a little tidbit in a book that I just started, um, and I'll, I, I don't know the name of the book, we'll have to include it in your notes if anybody's interested, but the author said healing is a privilege. Mm. We don't all have the ability or the means or the resources to embark on a quote-unquote healing journey, for mm. lack of a better term. Yeah. And so she says that in her book, like her, her, her hope is that for those of us who have the privilege of healing and growing and expanding through these types of scenarios that life so graciously offers us, <laughs> like her hope is that we can pass that forward to others. Yeah. Whether it's just sharing and being a shoulder for somebody or holding space or, or whether it's in a professional capacity, I just thought that was really beautiful. So. I love that. Yeah. We do a lot of the work in our own lives so that we can offer somebody that leg up. Yeah. So they don't have to go through maybe quite as much space. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I love that. Just tying it in a bow because that's how I got here is through some pretty tumultuous experiences with myself and health struggles and all sorts of things. It kind of gives it it in a way is fulfilling to give back because it makes it worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it make sense. It makes it make sense. Oh, God. Make it, it make sense. Oh, all the time. <laughs> Question Anyways. of the day every yeah. day. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. Stay tuned. There are a few more guests coming up next, and I can't wait. Natalie, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's always so thank nice to chat with you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. So nice to chat with you, too. We will put all of the links in the show notes. So if you want to go and find Natalie, go into that space and connect with her and vibe with her because she's great too. Aww. All right, friends. We will see you next time.